You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Capture After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Capture After Show. Oh, I like this opening intro music. How do you guys feel about it? It's all right. Every week we've always had like a theme to the team. It's hard to match up white. Hey, it sounds like champion music, so I'll take it. Perfect. Sounds like some gladiator type. Exactly. Well, Bing is for doing, and we are doing the capture after show for episode nine, Sabotage. I'm your host, James Wallington from the Lime Team. To my right, we have Donald Romaine, and we have two special guests here today. We have Matt and Kalisha from the White Team. Yay! Thank you guys for having us here. Oh my gosh, duh! I've been waiting for this all season just yes. to have you guys in here. <laughs> you guys were my favorite team and I was rooting for you guys to win so I was really upset that you guys got eliminated this past episode but I'm excited to have you guys here. Yes. Thank so. you. We appreciate that. I know there's a lot of critics earlier on in the game but... <laughs> the haters are going to hate and as Arlen said when we were in the village after the show is all said and done with a third of the people are going to hate us a third of the people are going to love us and a third of the people are going to want to sleep with us. So... <laughs> You know, we, we win win at the end of the day. She said it. Arlen said it. Okay, yeah, she did say it best. So, starting off this episode, we're at our final four. And what's so unique about the final four is you've all been the hunt team already. So, it's back to random pickings. But the twist to this hunt is that you didn't know at the starting gates who was going to be the hunt team until, what, like an hour into the hunt, essentially? Well, wait, I have a question. Before we really get fast into the hunt team, did you guys know that there was going to be another round before the final round, or do you think the final four was a round? Because when he said that, when Luke said, oh, someone's going to get eliminated tonight, and then we're going to go into the final three, um, did you, were you guys surprised? We, oh. we kind of put the pieces together on our yeah. own, because we were like, okay, if there's going to be a final round, then obviously there's going to be two teams going home in one episode. So we figured it out on our own. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, mm-hmm. so so they said you guys didn't know who the hunt team was. Did you guys want to be the hunt team? Oh! Yeah, that's all we wanted. You guys exactly. We, just wanted, we, we wanted a shot to be the hunt team at least a couple times. Yeah, well, I'm going to honestly say, once you guys, they released you guys and they announced that Red was the hunt team, I thought it was unfair. Because I don't... It felt like the odds <laughs> were stacked in their favor. And I know... The game is supposed to be fair and by law, and there's lawyers and contracts and everything. But as a viewer, I have to personally say I felt it was unfair that the red team was the hunt team. Uh, we can't really talk about the final episode because we're going to do another after show about that next week. But I thought it should have been more of a challenge. So if you want to be the hunt team, can complete the challenge first and become the hunt team. I thought it was unfair that they randomly chose, especially since Red had, has had two chances mm-hmm. to be the hunt team. In my eyes, they should have already gone home. No, that makes perfect sense. I mean, when they said that the hunt team was going to be chosen at random and we were just the hunt team, I knew we were not going to be the hunt team. That randomness wouldn't go to us. And I even told Matt in the very beginning, didn't I? I remember I said, I have a strong feeling Red team's going to be the hunt team. Didn't I say that? I said, I just have a strong feeling that red team's going to be the hunt team. And green, we saw them go north. 
So we automatically knew that they were going to be the ones to get the sabotage when it opened up on our navigation. It was just all, it, like, it was like I was seeing the, how it was going to turn out in my own mind. Odds were not in your favor. No, not that day. <laughs> not at all. Now, what were your feelings about the whole situation? I just, all I remember was being sabotaged, like, six times. <laughs> having, having uh, I don't know how many pursuits. Well, let's talk about the sabotage, because, you know, I played uh, the show, too, and I remember having a really close relationship with Gold, Green, and White. And so I was really shocked that Green and White's relationship kind of shifted in this episode. So, how did, like, what happened, do you think? Well, for starters... There wasn't enough airtime to play out what really happened in the village. Mm-hmm. Me and Matt really got along with the green team. Every time we came back from a hunt, Antoine and Karim would be like, hey, good job, man. You know, it was always some type of congratulations. How'd the hunt go? Where were you guys at? Were you in the north? You know, we just talked about the hunt, period. And they would always approach us or whoever was first or second, they would come up to us and whatever. And they knew that we always felt like this is a competition and may the best win. And we always just wanted to play fair. Even if it came down to sabotages, if they put it on us, we knew they would put it on us because they want the strong gone as soon as possible. But as far as going into the village after we were sabotaged, I tell you, I kid you not, it was the most complete awkward situation we were ever in going back to the village. It was like complete silence. And all all I was thinking was... Are we supposed to go up to him, shake their hand, and say, hey, we escaped a sabotage? I mean, to me, I felt like theirs wasn't going to us and talk to us. That was just why I said that. You could could feel it, and you could see that it looked weird when you guys came back to the village, because you guys on one end were like, oh, well, they didn't come up to us. They didn't, or like you said, if you were going to sabotage somebody, you guys would be like, you know what, yo, we sabotaged Which we did to Black Team, too. We actually told them beforehand. I love that interaction. We were like, if we get to sabotage, we're going to sabotage you guys, just so you know. Well, because you guys have been the most upfront and real team in the whole competition, the whole season anyways. Thanks. So, I I would have expected that from you guys. Oh, yeah, of course. So then, but Green Team felt like you guys should have came up to them. They thought that you guys were mad at them. because that, Well, that's what they said on the show. My question is, have you guys had a chance to talk about that since the show? Or has it just gone, like, just unspoken? We did after that whole situation, maybe an hour after it was just silence. Actually, Antoine went up to us and talked to us. Kareem didn't come up to us, but Antoine did. And, you know, I just let him know. I was like, hey, you know... I don't know what I'm supposed to come up to you and tell you after we've been yeah. sabotaged. I understand it's part of the game, but I really didn't know how to approach you and what to say. I didn't know what I expected you guys to come up to us. And Antoine was like, no, no, no. I, I totally get what you mean. And I understand where you're coming from and everything was all good. And Kareem, we, we talked to Kareem as well. And we still talked to him today. There's no bad blood between us. It was okay. just a part of the game. Yeah, everything that kind of happened kind of got squashed when we were out there. Mm-hmm. But it was uh-huh. just... Um, they, they said they made a comment or said something like they sabotaged Red, but then Red became the hunt team. So then the sabotage went on us. Right, we were their but second. Then when we pick. watched the wa- watched the episode, they, they sabotaged us. But when we were out there, we didn't care. We just we just wanted them to keep it real. Yeah, just for us to come back. And, about that too, like I feel like the most obvious choice would be to sabotage the red team because you guys have been so aligned with green. So I, I think I believe Kareem and Antoine when they say they probably meant to sabotage red first, but. 
because red was the hunt team. Do you think it was in editing floor? I think it was. I thought it was interesting that they offered all three teams when clearly one of those three teams is the... I was confused by that. Oh, I was confused by that, too. I thought that maybe the hunt team would have to be confined if they had chosen red. Mm -hmm. So, I guess I don't know if they chose red or not. Because that would have been interesting. Yeah, because maybe... Because they... I mean, they flip-flopped on the rules so much by now, I wouldn't have known. But maybe they could have chosen red. That's true, but Anton, he's a very, very honest guy. I have so much respect for him. And he came up to me and told me, just so you know, initially, we put sabotage on red, but we had to put a backup team just in case they were the hunters. I know they probably just didn't okay, have enough time. Sense. They probably didn't have enough time to put so all what, that and include that. But that's why knew. I think it was editing. It yeah. was. It was. But that makes sense. Having to choose a backup team, that falls in line with the story. So I, I, I don't doubt that. But the interesting part was that when you guys were in that sabotage, you guys saw the red team, right? We heard the red team. Mm-hmm. We never visually saw them. And the way, I mean, to be honest, me and Matt were like planning how we're going to charge at them and do like a, some kind of a football move around them <laughs> because there was going to be no way we'd get yeah. out of that sabotage. Yeah. So when me and Matt, when me and Matt were in that small confined area, it was funny because it was the only zone that was open from the north and south. So they had to cross through us to get uh. to the north or south. We were like, we thought we were guaranteed going to get captured, but what we did was. I was not joking when I said I box three minute rounds. I really do. For 15 years, I'm pretty good at calculating three minutes. Time's up. Let's go. So when we were standing, when we were sitting down, what we would do, because we didn't have much coverage at all, is I would count in my head, and then as soon as three minutes was up, I'd say, okay, let's move to that little bush. Just move. How far did you guys have to move? Um, we would have to move, I'd say, maybe 50 yards. It was, 50 nothing. Yards. It was okay. nothing. And then it was yeah. sad because we were like, on a mountain, and the highest bush was up to our knees. That's it, there it? was no coverage. So you guys were basically just moving and squatting we're, for the whole time. Yeah, we were, we were moving, moving in increments. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. The whole time, it, we were just in a little box. I, I don't know how long. What was like two hours? That was a long time. Oh, it, was, it was two hours. It was the yeah, last it, half they, of the they hunt. Didn't, they didn't make it look like much, but it was a long time. Oh, no. I, oh, thought, we I, thought, I thought you guys were going to get captured. When the sabotage went on you guys, I mm-hmm. definitely thought you guys were going to come. Which, again, I was sad because I was hoping you guys were going to make out of make it out of this one alive. I thought... Maybe Red would get captured. Well, Red was the hunt team. I was thinking maybe they wouldn't capture you and Green because you guys are both such strong teams, and then we can get rid of them and have you guys in the final. So mm-hmm. I was I was glad you guys made it past the first day. Thank you. And that tail got caught. But yeah. one thing though that Matt even said, and I remember he said it because I wasn't thinking this way, but he was with when they interviewed us about um, the second sabotage, the landmines. Matt said if we got the landmines, we would have probably put them in one little area just so Red team could get skunked out and then you know they would have to go home because we both we both felt that we can get to green a lot more than we can get to red we always felt like red was our strongest competitors because they have more you know strength they have more stamina you know well you guys voted for them at every elimination we did we we were always like how are these guys still in the game (laughs) i love them don't get me wrong they're great people but this was a competition and i always tried to we both always just tried to vote the strongest to leave. Well, well that's yeah. what we've seen. We had Red and Till were in alliance. And then Green was kind of like, we thought they were, you know, somewhat of a, of a kind of a, a friend, you know, right. friends yeah. on the team. I mean, on, on the show. Um, but it was still a competition. Um, but we noticed as the competition, you know, got... Got closer and closer. Closer and closer. You know, <laughs> it it seemed like Green actually went over with Red and Till. 
Okay, so they were playing for their best interests. Uh, yeah. Is what it seemed like because as it was the like they didn't want it because we noticed Till and Red was a powerhouse because of their alliance. Yeah. So we figured we needed some kind of an alliance, but we never made it clear though that we wanted to ally, be an ally with anyone. Well, we were always to ourselves. Yeah, we were always to ourselves. But <laughs> we at the were. same time, we knew it when it came down to votes, if if Green was on Red and Till, then Green, you, you knew where your loyalty lied. If it came down to the votes, right? We, yeah. Well, like I told, like I told Green, I said, you know what? Hunt team is red. Of course they're going to vote for Teal. Of course they're going to get the deciding vote. All we really want is just your vote, just for yeah. the just for the principle. You yeah. know, we would appreciate it. We know we're going home. I told them this, and they were like, "Nah, don't give me that, Kalisha. Don't give me that. This is the competition." Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, "I tried." <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I mean, if they would have voted for you guys, you guys would still gone home. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. If, if they would have voted for you to say you guys yeah. would still gone home, yeah, right team would have never. They, they were trying yeah. to go with the majority of yeah. votes, not so rock the boat too much while they were still because when they they're going to be left standing with two people who right. are strongly alive. Right. Well, but I'm not going to lie though. I'm so I don't want to cut you off or anything, but I would. Have voted you guys out too because you guys have never been caught up to this point, right? And so and Red has been caught, has already been caught. Red is already kind of a little bit weaker than you guys because. And I want to talk about your guys' character and your personality and everything. Everybody said a little later, mm-hmm. but as far as it comes down to it, despite all of that, you guys seem to be like a stronger pair than Red has been. So I, I wouldn't have, I wasn't surprised. I was just disappointed. Oh, yes. Thank you. On the second day, though, they had this, the landmine sabotage, and it seemed really close. It seemed like you guys got there seconds after Green. After Green, Is that what happened? Yeah, it was frustrating. We could see them, you know, getting the sabotage. You know, it's like... Right when we rolled up, I mean, what was it? They were... Right when we walked up there, I mean, we ran, actually, we were sprinting. Right when we sprinted there, Kareem was like, yes, yes! And I just looked like I saw a ghost. Like, I was like, mm. no. No. And then, and then it's sad though because when we were running right when the hunt began, me and Matt were trying to gun for that advantage. And I feel like and it's my fault. No, don't I, I feel made, that I way. Made, I made a left and I should have just stayed up don't on the feel high that ground. Way. Okay. We went down to lower ground to, to have we, a jump start. I figured I was in the center of where they would put it and I was, but green was on high ground. Hmm. So they were from, coming from high ground and we were coming from low ground and they just Right. We were going right, straight uphill. Sense. They were coming down. But the so thing was just, is we he made a left uh-huh. instead of a right. Okay. And he's navigation. I don't know where I'm at. I wouldn't find myself on a paper bag. I mean, I'm not good with directions. So when we made a left, we could have ran right into the advantage before they even opened up where it was. Oh, okay. So I see we, what you're saying. We barely and then missed even it. on the, the yeah. previous hunt, the previous day when we were going for the advantage and we had a close, you know, we were both real close to getting the advantage. Uh, what was the of the little the perimeter? Mm-hmm. We had a run. In, well, when we did that, we were trying not to get seen by the hunt team. Oh, so okay. that's why we were we were we, so you we barely missed it no both ways. Barely yeah. missed it. There was no way the first advantage because we, we wanted to, to be cautious. We didn't right. want to just dart out there, yeah. get and to the advantage get first. Heard. So we were still trying to be stealthy mm-hmm. without getting caught getting to the advantage. <laughs> Do you think if you could go back though, you'd be a little more aggressive in that sense? We were super aggressive. We were. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we were. We were super aggressive. Yeah. He actually is so much more of a of a soft, you know, like sweetie pie when it's just me and him hanging out at yeah. home. But his head was so in the game that you would never catch him smiling. And if you did, you were lucky. Well, like, we did catch him smiling when he was chasing after the pink team last week. <laughs> I saw that little smirk on your face. Like, it was the cutest thing ever. Like, it's like you were playing tag for the first time. <laughs> so, for me, like, he did smile. You know, okay. your, your head was in the competition, but I think you had the right frame of mind yeah. in the competition. Yeah, I just didn't want to start talking or acting out of character. 
character and then make a fool of myself. Mm-hmm. Try another. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then on the second like day, like I did a couple times. No, I think and shady. everyone did. They were shady though. They were shady, and they deserve to be called out on it because they were shady. And that I mean, blue shady. That whole I, I situation. Think, in well, I, honestly, I don't think that there's been much that you guys have been portrayed in that's been negative from my point of view. Right. Thank so you. I think shady, all of that. I thought it was all called for. And definitely, and when they were celebrating and it was out of character, I thought that was also called for. But on the second day, you guys barely made it. Barely made it. It was within the last five minutes. Now, was it as intense there during those last five minutes as they portrayed it on screen? Or did it not even seem like it was that close to the end of the hunt? Hmm. Yes, it did. It did? We were there. It was probably the longest hunt we've ever been on. It just kind of was funny how everything seemed to pan out. Mm -hmm. It was just, it was always like, the the cards were stacked against oh us. Gosh. I felt. Yeah. Like, like, and I don't know. Maybe that's for everybody because of the way the rules are and the way they make it. I guess it's supposed to be like a Hunger Games theme where the game master can just change it. So that's I mean, what, what makes it the hard. Gold team, come on! Oh, I know. I agree with you. That's the most frustrating thing about like this whole game. No, the, the frustrating, most frustrating thing about this part, this game, is the fact that there seems like there is a game master changing it and gearing the game towards the teams that they want the most advantage. For exact, for example, the, at this point, the red team. They may say that they got the most disadvantages and they worked the hardest to get the end. I was shocked by that. They didn't. Mm -hmm. I don't think they did. I think they've had the most advantages. They should have gone home when they were caught by the whole team. They had more lives in the game than any other team. Yes, exactly. They're the only ones that got to get out of jail for free card. They're the only ones that got to be the hunt team three times. I think they had a major advantage on everybody else, and it wasn't the hardest day of their lives when Till was hunting them. I just, I think it's been overplayed. Thank you. That's how Rebecca was rolling her eyes at them. Like. hardest day of my life. No, it wasn't. So I I think that you guys played a really great game, and I was really sad when you guys got captured, but at the same time, it was so nice. You too, Matt, but you especially, Kalisha, this last episode for you, we really got to see you open up. We really got to see you smile. There was a genuine light about you that was so endearing, and I think Rob said it the best. So such a human moment when you got captured. Uh, Like, Can you tell us about that, and how did you feel during that? Because at this point, you guys have been so strong, and you guys were the strongest team. You guys had up a defense, a wall. You guys were playing the game. You guys were tough competitors. But at this moment, it was just everything was on the floor. It was just, it was nice to see that. Well, I guess at that point in the competition, I was pushing her so hard, and I was mm. pushing myself so hard, dragging w- me by a wa- by a wire in the oh woods. My God, I, love that. I had no choice. <laughs> I just, I wish, I wish they would have showed a little bit more of the reality and how how bad the circumstances were I agree. In, in the living circumstances. I agree. They made it look like it was easy. It I got no easy. sleep. It wasn't easy to eat only two meals a day and not shower and have to use a pond to shower or a, a, a cold river. You think we're gonna be lovey dovey and wilt of a stink? No, no, it's not gonna happen. We're not gonna. Be hugging all the time. Sorry. No, I, it frustrated me how much people pick like picked apart your guys's relationship. Mm-hmm. I know that both yeah. of you guys have a little bit of abrasive attitude, like attitudes and personalities, but I don't see anything wrong with that because it works for you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys both push each other's buttons, but you guys both, you guys, you guys do it because you guys love each other. So, I mean, how do you guys feel about the attention that's been focused on your relationship? Well, I'm not surprised about it because on the show, I didn't want anybody to think oh they're in a relationship they're soft or they're weak because you know we are a, a male and female couple yes. you know it's 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 
a different you know, dynamic. It's a different dynamic. You know, she's not six foot four or six foot three, or I don't know how how tall Antoine and, and Kareem are, but she's still a lady. She's still a woman. You know. Yeah. And so so I I didn't want them to to just keep coming after us. I think that's what happened with the red team. They're like, okay, we can go after Green. They they outran us. Um, we're not going to go after Till because that, those are our friends. So let's go for White. I remember that was on like the fifth ep- fifth or sixth episode. It was when Gold was caught. They were when gunning for us. Cut. They were gunning yes, for us. We actually outran them one time, and Rob tweeted about it. And I was like, Oh, you didn't have to tell everyone that, but thank you. Yeah, it, it was really hard. Yeah, we and went they, straight they, up they didn't hill. show us when we outran them. Like all of a sudden, I have all these scrapes on my. There's faces. not enough time yeah. from the pursuits, but there's okay, not enough time. Sense, yeah. yeah, there's not enough time. But no, he, he was basically what Matt's you know saying is when everybody was attacking our relationship I mean what would you do if you and your wife or husband boyfriend or girlfriend went out in the woods you got no sleep it was freezing cold frost in your face hardly any food all you had was nasty oatmeal every morning that tastes like throw up and you were around all these different personalities from New York Oregon uh, beach boys you have all these different attitudes you have to look at every single day and you're with your partner in crime like you guys are best friends and, and best friends fight too so it's like that's gonna happen regardless. I mean, everybody needs their space and when you, you don't <laughs> yeah. have your space oh I think gosh. that was the hardest thing for me was being stuck in a little village with all these people I don't know I, it's like it's crazy I didn't feel comfortable you know sleeping next to all these people half yeah. of them were talking all night I can't get a good night's sleep it was freezing cold temperatures you know and the next every day you gotta hunt every day you wake up oh, you the, have to the hunt. conditions are awful in the morning hunt time really no, they were, they were, <laughs> oh I, felt, I felt like a racehorse I yeah. felt like we we're just animals they were we're just, just sheeping they were just shirt, hurting you guys around and they even had they look like kennels we or, felt like or, or animals the starting and gates are like what the horses start oh out. yeah and when we were the hunt team when we looked at all the, the teams in the in the supply station yeah. they looked like deer we were getting ready to shoot down it was yeah. like we really became animals no, it, the, the way the game fell down it, it did seem like that it was they were playing you guys like that well here's the prey here's the here's the predator here's the hunt teams go capture it definitely did reduce you guys down to that because you guys didn't have great sleeping conditions you didn't have great eating conditions you guys were facing all those challenges so i think that you guys came out stronger and for the better do you feel like your relationship was bettered oh yeah this is this made it's it's made our relationship a lot better i mean if you can get through something like that i mean you can get through day-to-day life i mean here's one thing that i do want to capitalize on you know me my match relationship obviously i have a very strong personality and i'm not going to lie most of the time i'm like no i know what's best Ah, but i'll tell you what he was the one if it wasn't for him i would have been captured in the first hunt all those trees looked exactly the same to me, <laughs> and I would would have been walking in a circle until I was captured. He was, I was like, where are we? I thought we were in the south. No, we're in the north. I thought we were next to the supply station. No, we're next to the sabotage. Oh, okay, well, I'm following you. I literally was like the the the, the uh, engine telling him where to go, and then he was the steering wheel. And we worked so well together. We went really far because of each other. Like, he was the one, I was saying, hey, let's go down to, take me, I was literally going, take me to the north. Take to the south. I know Red's in the south, so let's go to the north. And he was just like, okay. And I was just following him, saying, he knows where we're at, so not me. And after that, all that happened, like, I looked at him in a totally different light. Like, I look, because I put all my trust into him when we were out there. And I had no choice, you know? And when you're in a relationship, especially with 
modern society. It's hard to be in a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship and truly have to put all of your trust in a person. Everybody always talks about, um, no, never trust anyone until you're married, blah, 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 you know, about relationships. And in this situation, I had to put all of my trust into Matt. And doing that, he never let me down. I, that's why I said, don't tell, don't say you're mad because if you took the wrong turn. Because you know what? Who knows what I would have done? I would probably would have done the same thing. You tried your best. I tried my best. We both did our best. And I take, you know, my hat off for any, for both of us. You know, it's not about winning or losing. It's about how you play the game. I really felt like we played the game to both of our best abilities and we sucked it up and bit our tongue sometimes when we were talking to each other. But like all in all, it never got too ugly out there with us. I have to say that I have to commend you guys. And we're going to, we're going to, I think we're going to jump into Twitter questions, but I want to commend you guys because as a team, you guys really support each other. And I think that's probably one of the most important elements. And one of the biggest things to see is that despite all these teams that the nice thing is that you guys are so genuine and you guys genuinely do care about each other and you genuinely support each other in a positive way mm-hmm. and despite any criticism on your relationship or the or the attitude you guys have towards each other I don't think any of that matters because the, at the end of the day it's just you can obviously tell that you guys are a solid couple with a great foundation Thank and that's you. why you guys got so far and Thank I you. honestly I mean I love the team that did win, but I, I really do wish you guys could have won. Aww. So I, just, my hat's off to you guys. You guys did a Thank great you. job. Yeah. Really <laughs> I can tell you really mean. I, I, re- I really do. I, I really do. I was sad, really disappointed. Probably <laughs> because my breakdown. I'm no. so sorry. No, no, no. Well, that was I, mean, probably... I know we went away from that, but I don't mind talking no, 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 about I, it. No, no I had loved that. I didn't moment even consider it a breakdown. No. I know. What, I Erica, had what happened to Erica, <laughs> yeah. what, James had a breakdown. Erica, Erica had a breakdown. Yeah, that, that was a breakdown. That was a classified breakdown. You did not have a breakdown. That the the look that came over your face before you started crying, which even made it even that much more emotional. It just it was a pure look of wow, I did this. Wow, we did this. Like I got caught and it's over. Mm-hmm. But what that's an experience. A relief. And that's, that yeah, that was the look that came over your face, and that was the moment that solidified. Yes, I I knew that these were good people, and you know, and then you were hugging. Was it Rob? Rob I, Hodge, I have right? to say, Jacob, you were crying. Yeah, and then you and Matt walked over, and he was comforting you, and I was just, and it was. I don't think it was a breakdown. No, I think yeah. it was definitely a sigh of relief, and for me too, it it proved that you guys fought to the very end, and you gave it your all to the very end, and that is something that. You should be very proud of, Thank and I, I'm Thank very proud much. of you guys. It was and so to play the game hard. with you guys yeah. was an honor. Thank you. At that time, I was just like, I want to get Kalisha out of here. Like a hot shower, warm bed. Mm-hmm. That's you know, how he a nice is. Nice place to sleep. That's how. <laughs> and it's, it was. No. It was just. It's crazy. Any, I wouldn't want my sister, anybody to go through something like Those that. Those are hard conditions. That's why I had my breakdown. Sing poor Becca. Well, I want to touch on your father really fast because you talk so much about wanting to make him proud. What what was the conversation you had with him after he saw these shows? You know what? (laughs) My dad is one of the funniest people you'll ever meet. And... Initially, what's the, what I was trying to say and what my story was, they l- mentioned it in episode eight, was, you know, my dad always told me that it takes 10 years to build a world champion. And he's done that with me. And he basically told me, Kalisha, before I even went on this um, reality show, he said, 
This is going to be my last batch of world champions. And he has 8-year-olds and 10-year-olds, and he has about 15 little boxers that train in our garage. And we have the heavy bag, speed bag. We have everything you need for a boxing gym, but it in a small garage. And going out there, Matt knew from the very beginning, I was like, we win this money. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to go on my dad's piece of land because we have a piece of land. We just don't have enough money to build on it. And I said, we're going to go build that gym, and it's going to be a nonprofit organization, and I'm going to give my dad the gym that he deserves. He trained me since I was 10 years old to box for free. Of course, he's my father. He's going to do that for free. When I became a world champion, being that I'm a woman, there was no money in it for me. And I didn't even know that when I first started out. It just kind of happened as life went on when I realized that it's not going, you know, there's not going to be any fruitful ending for me in women's boxing. And I felt like I was never able to repay my dad for all of his hard work, his sacrifice, traveling to the nationals, traveling internationally, paying out of pocket for me to just train, box and do what I love to do. So that was why, you know, Matt knew too, that we wanted to build that gym. And it was really important because I didn't want my sisters to watch the last episode because my dad, he has, uh, he has an enlarged heart. And, and the doctor told him, you know, some really bad news two months before we left. And I, of course, you know, I'm like, no, I'm not going to listen to the bad news. But those producers, they'll pull your teeth until you break, open up to them. And they did. And it, it was the truth. Before anything gets any worse, I feel like time's ticking. And I just wanted to have that gym, that foundation built so he can live to see it, live to be there, and live to train his last batch of world champions. And that was exactly what we were fighting for. That was the main reason. Was I thinking of, like, getting my nails done? Of course, who's not going to think of doing <laughs> that stuff? But, you know, that was, like, yeah. what was pushing me. And it's the whole competition, we loved it so much because the whole competition related to co how I competed in the ring. Like, it's so... It, it was just so, there was so much a connection. Like when it came down to the final four, all I was telling him was, wow, so-and-so like, reminds me of Floyd Mayweather. So-and-so reminds me of Mike Tyson with their strength. So-and-so <laughs> reminds me, I was like comparing yeah. everyone to a fighter. And I'm thinking, these are all champions here that we're up against. And this is it. It's either do or die. And my dad always taught me a uh, quote, she who wants it most takes it. And I was like, we got it. We have to want it. We have to want it. I pumped him up, didn't I? Remember when we were about to go out? I pumped him up. We said our prayer, and that was the hunt we got captured. So that was why it was so, it was so emotional because it was almost like even though my dad wasn't there physically, he was there mentally and spiritually. And I felt like when I when I had failed, he was right there watching. So all of it just took a toll on me. And I was just thinking about if my dad was here, he would just be so 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 sad and hurt. He doesn't like to see his. His daughter, he doesn't like to see his daughter cry. So I was just thinking that I let down myself. I let down him. I let down Matt. And that's why I was apologizing to him and apologizing to everyone. And I was just so disappointed. But at the end, I was, you know, kind of like everything happens for a reason. And when my dad watched the show, my dad, he's like a big teddy bear. He acts all hardcore, but he's a big teddy bear. And he he was like, Kalisha, why can't I tell you to watch the show right now? And he goes like this. And he's like, Whatever. So who wins, Green? <laughs> oh my God, you sounded. Uh, she, I'm in a. We're in a massive group text thread of white and green and gold, purple, pink, and gray, and we're all in a group text. And she sends us videos of her dad after every episode. Do we, and he is hysterical. That's how he talks too. Yeah. Uh, well, I unfortunately you guys didn't win, so you couldn't do that for your dad. But I'm sure he has to be so proud of you because you guys fought so hard. And I mean, you're such a genuine young lady. And Thank you, you. I mean, you got a great guy. You're making great decisions. So I mean. 
your dad has to be proud of you because you work, you guys work harder or, I mean, I can't personally testify because I don't know you guys personally, but it sounds like you guys work harder than most people. And you you. definitely, you have a drive and a passion. I feel like that's the most important thing. It takes a special type of person to be a professional fighter. I can tell you that right now. I, every pro out there, Regardless, male, female, MMA, boxing, it's like you have to show some respect. You don't have to like them. You don't have to. You can fear them, whatever. But you have to respect a fighter because seriously, fighters they have something unique about them, and that's drive, determination, willpower to just never quit, do or die. That's what, well. That's what you guys have it. Uh, <laughs> no, and I, I have to. Agree, I have to agree with you. It takes a special kind of person, and it makes a difference, and you can see it. So I have to commend you for that. Yeah, I think we just felt like we let down the team and the family because we really wanted to do this for the family and the team and just, you know, just try to change our our, our hometown. We were fighting for West Academy of Boxing. Well, have there there been more attention brought to West Academy of Boxing because of this or or anything that you guys have been able to push forward in relation to it? You know what? Because of the CW, um, there's been a couple of producers and, and people who are just interested in my career alone like just the career as it is and then the story behind it to them it's like wow that's even more memorable that's even that makes the story even greater so i that's why i said capture was a blessing in disguise and i was we were both so 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 thankful that we were even selected because so many people applied so many people wanted to do it and just very few yeah, it was the experience of a lifetime it was you know? it was and now it just it, to us, it just opened to greater opportunities, and everything happens for a reason. And well, let's get West Academy its own show. <laughs> and then, and then we can have let's our, get my dad yes, his own show. Let me get, tell you, let's give the champion. He's three times ten. He champ- should yes, have a show. He should have his own show, and then we can have an after show. Except about he's it. a U of M fan, and I'm I'm still not okay. <laughs> I'm still not okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to take the lead? Well, yeah. I mean, Michael Camilleri from Twitter wanted to know what was the biggest thing that you learned from this experience? Um, the biggest thing I've learned from this experience is patience. With um, how did I control control my temper? Because I mean, sometimes out there, I, I was like, "Is this is this for real?" It's like, this is like I'm just an ordinary guy. I'm like, you know, I'm not an actor, so I'm like, I can't act and, and, and lie. I'm I'm my, I'm my blood's boiling. <laughs> but, he had to have a lot of patience. But no, I just I learned like I I took for granted food. I took for granted something i mean i remember we had a mustard package and it tasted so, so sweet good. and so good and it, it had to be the like the best worst thing i've ever had in my life mm-hmm. but i mean now i'm eating all the time and, <laughs> and having to watch my weight and and it's crazy the, but the greatest thing that i learned was of course the food being grateful for like even if it's a pack of ramen noodles it's so much better than what we had out there huh James yep. and I'm still scorned from from oatmeal I'm and scorned. Rebecca texted me this morning and she's like I had a pack of almonds in class today and I just couldn't do it yeah, <laughs> and no. that's all she ate I'm scarred <laughs> from it I'll never touch oatmeal again <clears throat> and, and but not only that it was more so like because we didn't have any technology we didn't have our iPhones I didn't mm-hmm. have my my games and my apps so we were forced to bond with Lime Team, bond with Gold, bond with Green. We were forced to talk to these people from all around the United States, and it made, it go to, it went to show that 
if we all took away our technology, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, how much we would actually bond with each other. And learn so, from each right. other. Right. And so the first thing I thought was, wow, my sisters, because I have three sisters, as soon as I get back, we're going to go do something, whether it's the mall, and I'm going to make them turn their phones off, because I realized that without technology, you can really, really stir up some, you know, agreements, disagreements, opinions, because that's what we were really doing out there is all the time. everyone was opinionated, everyone had disagreements, but everyone was still talking bonding and we were all forced to get to really know each other and everyone should really appreciate each other and who's around you Mm -hmm. especially the ones closest to you because it's like we fail to do that nowadays with technology yeah we appreciate our family Mm -hmm. and you don't realize how much you miss your family even if you just see them once a week it's 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 crazy Mm mm-hmm Food and family. Did you feel like you learned the same things on the show? Oh, I would I would, I would absolutely agree. I think Rebecca and I took a lot away from the whole experience as a brother and sister. <laughs> and I think, like what Kalisha said, you are forced to really take your head up from these gadgets and communicate to people. And I think that was something that was really huge for Rebecca and I is, you know, that I've moved. She still lives in Michigan. And this was the longest we spent. And we were forced to really talk to one another and not have it be through technology. Oh, it's nice to hear you guys say this because I feel like the more we're connected through technology, the more we're disconnected personally. I think, And I feel like this only goes to, you know, to credit that because... You guys had no technology. You guys had no communication. And, look and I, that's what I loved agreed. about the village. Yeah. We and had he, so, like, what? We made playing cards out of leaves one day. Tic-tac-toe like, <laughs> in the sand. And we, we, we would play in the pond. See, that like, sounds like fishing. when we were in elementary yeah. school. We went we, fishing. None of us had cell phones in elementary school. None and of us had cell phones in middle school. Like, we used to play tic-tac-toe in the sand. We used to make up stupid games with mm-hmm. whatever we had. And they don't do that anymore. And speaking of which, elementary school, I'll never forget the moment when... We were, um, <laughs> two, it's two moments. We were, it was late. We all had to go to sleep and Kareem came, Kareem from the green team came to our bunk and he was just, you know, venting and telling, telling us how he feels, how he misses his mom. And we were all like, whoa, look at the stars. And I kid you not, James did something similar at night. He came, he's like, hey I did. guys. <laughs> and, and I, re- I really didn't, even, I told Matt, I was like, oh, I feel like we're in grade school again. And we're like sharing stories and like, talking. You don't get that when you go home. Like, everyone's like, text me. Bye. You know? But it feels good, though. It feels good to have that personal interaction because you you can't replicate that. Those are the two most memorable moments to me, and Kareem probably doesn't remember it, but (laughs) it was like, it's just, it's glued to me because the stars were just, like, so Mm -hmm. bright. It was a beautiful night. The air was clear, you know, and we were just, it was like we were kids gossiping as And Arlen and Kirsten told us so much about, like, constellations Mm -hmm. and, like, where we could see them in the sky, Mm because Mm-hmm. That is the clearest sky I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And you could see all, even the stars that are so far, it looked so clear. And yep. it was just beautiful. It was. There was so many. <laughs> well, that's great because we don't, we don't get any of those experiences here. So I feel like that's just another thing you guys got to take away from the game. Mm-hmm. So, But do you have any other questions from Twitter? No, that was one of them. And, well, yeah. on the tweet, he said you guys are legends, by the way. Oh, he did. Oh, I meant to say that. He said, by the way, they are legends. They are legends. Well, thank you. And I agree. We appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, well, I want to, from the teams that were left after you guys were eliminated, who did you think oh, was going to win? Oh, good question. Yeah. Hmm. 
It was a coin toss because we never knew what Luke would do. Mm-hmm. You, you can't really put your money on one team because it could have easily been the red team that hunted for the fourth time. You never know. Yeah. And it could have easily been a sabotage with, I don't know, 50-pound weights this time where you're guaranteed to be captured. And it, we they asked us who would you you know want to win, and of course we wanted green team to win because – Teal and red, they even said on the show, we want white gone, and we always felt like they just didn't click with us. It's it's so hard to, like, say who you wanted to win when you wanted this so So badly for yourself. And there was, like, nothing that could just change your mind. Mm -hmm. And I think think it was just, after I was out, it was like, I didn't really care. Yeah. (laughs) You know, but I I, I still (laughs) wish them the best. I can understand, I can appreciate that, because if it was $250,000, I wouldn't put somebody else up. I wouldn't say, oh, I I wish my James friend would have won. No, I would have wanted it for myself, so I I understand. (laughs) Even though we competed on the show and won together. We did, we did, we did, and we won together, but (laughs) I definitely understand. I would have been rooting for myself, too, but I was, were you guys surprised to see Teal go so far? Because I mean, I have my own comments on it, and I definitely will voice that opinion, but green, I mean, green and then red, despite the uphill battle that they had, you people thought they would go that far. Were you guys surprised to see Till, though, be dragged, not dragged, but well, make it I, I think the it end? was a real smart decision on their part to kind of, you know, align with red. Um, the game could be played in so many different aspects. We were just trying to play powerball. We were out there mm-hmm. just trying to play a power game, work hard, move don't stop moving and stamina you know other people had different different ways to play and you know till's way was successful and they did a good job but um i'll tell you i'll tell you one thing um early on in the hunt before they were teal team was chosen as hunters i told matt and i think you remember i said teal team's so sneaky they know what they're doing Mm -hmm. i noticed when they went to the supply stations it was based on who was the hunter when they didn't go it was based on if they had a deal so i knew that the game that they were playing they were using their wit they were using their their brains and they were being sneaky they're not going to get captured quickly and we remember the way they were yeah they they may not be the the strongest the fastest but they were were smart and Mm -hmm. they were very determined and they were very focused and they were i remember the look in nikita's eyes she always look like she was just so oh, over yeah. competitive like so competitive so hungry. they just want to win mm-hmm. no matter if it's a game of cards like they're, of they're, they want to win you guys are right though because they never once made a decision in the game without thinking about the consequences mm-hmm. and they never once took a risk exactly they only went for things that were guaranteed, gonna be guaranteed. Mm-hmm. they only went and they were smart because a lot of other times for example, when teens <laughs> didn't go towards something that wasn't guaranteed, it ended up hurting them. No offense. I know. <laughs> but that's, that's what ended up happening. Was no, that I agree. Teens made decisions that weren't 100% guaranteed mm-hmm. because they were hungry, because they were exhausted, because they just they needed a picking up, and it ended up costing them the game. Mm-hmm. So I do have to say that I do feel their game, as much as I feel, I feel two things. I feel like their game was, it was smart. They were sneaky. They were definitely thinking about it all aspects. But then at the other hand, they weren't strong physically, as strong as you guys were in the other teams, but they were the last of the teams that weren't strong physically. So no matter who they went up against, they were going to stay. So at a point, I figured, okay, well, they're going to go to the end because mm-hmm. now they've gotten to a position where why would you keep 
a strong team, like, why would you send them home over a strong team in any elimination? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know, expect them to win, but I wasn't surprised that they got that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you feel about the final three? Um, well, I obviously the team that won, I <laughs> wanted to win. Um, I, you know, with Robin Jacob and Jaden Nikita, a lot of stuff went down on our last episode. That when Rebecca and I did leave, I mean, even in my goodbye speech, it was, I cleared the air with everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I washed my hands clean and I said something nice about every team before we walked off that stage. And I meant that genuinely. Like, Jaden and Nikita are great girls. Rob and Jacob were tough competitors. I think after the show wrapped, though, all those differences that were kind of, you know, under the surface there during the competition surfaced while the episodes aired. Exactly. And it was a lot of differences of opinion. And I don't have a hateful bone in my body. And I I know I say things that are impulsive, but I don't mean them. Mm -hmm. And with Rob and Jacob and Jade and Nikita, I have to hand it to them because this show was not an easy competition. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't. I knew Rebecca and I probably weren't going to win, but we wanted to go to the end with people we wanted to win. And Jade and Nikita and Rob and Jacob, their relationship worked to their favor. I got to commend them for it because this show was not an easy show. And I think anyone that made it as far as they did deserved to be there and obviously they played a better game than the teams that left before them and I will own up to that. I was a poor sport for <laughs> a good week or two but um, I just, I'm a very passionate person and in reality being on a competition show has been a dream of mine and so to lose was upsetting enough um, but when I take away everything just sharing that experience with my sister was the most important and meeting yeah. Matt and Kalisha I think Thanks. was also an honor. So. And I agree, commenting on when you said as the episodes air out I mean it's like it was hard for me to, after whatever happened with the black team happens, been there, done that, I forgive, forgave, whatever, forget, and watching Sabrina on TV say, I will slap this girl out of the forest, I was like, like I had to grit my teeth. It's hard. It's hard to watch, you know, all the negative, all the negativity that, you know, happened, but then, you know, when it's all said and done, you know, like you said, James, you're, you have nothing but, you know, a, a positive bone in your body. And that, like, I'm the same exact way. I may have, we may, we both may have got a little personal with blue and black and <laughs> really personal with blue. But the thing is, is, is after it's all said and done, like, really, we were a game. We were toys. We were all being played with. And Luke was just like, check me, check me. And I mean, you got to look at the bigger picture. That's not who we all really are outside of the competition. We were just all very competitive people. And when you put a lot of competitive people together, you have an explosion. And that's what happened. Yeah. See, I can only imagine how hard it is to deal with all the comments that you're seeing on TV and rehashing what you've already been through because I'm just a viewer, I'm just watching I'm doing this after show, but the fact that James is on the panel and then we've had guests come in almost every week that I'm hearing about everything that's going on, it gives me anxiety because (laughs) here we are commenting on a show and on things, but these are real people these are real relationships, these are real interactions, and it affects you guys in a very real way, and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's Hard, it's easy for uh, for us viewers to forget that mm-hmm. and yeah. not realize that this does impact you guys. Yeah, because it, it, it's so that. weird. When, when we first got there, the the impressions we had of these certain people oh, yeah. were totally opposite. Oh my gosh, the I people about thought that. we would be so cool with, we weren't. <laughs> oh my and gosh, and the yeah. people that that we said, oh, we're, we're, we, that's not going to work. It worked. So I think on top of all of that. It was just... Don't judge the book by its cover. You don't want to judge a book by its cover. And also, 
anybody put under those circumstances are going to be very cranky and their anxiety oh, levels yes, are going to we be were very high. Super cranky. I was so hungry. <laughs> Lack of yeah. sleep and, and malnutrition. It was horrible. And I mean, what do you expect? Yeah. I think actually we did excellent for how bad it could have been. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I think that you guys did great. And I think you touched on an interesting point, which ties everything together is the fact that you guys had no technology. You guys were forced to be in such close proximity with each other in harsh conditions that you got a chance to really get to know each other and really get to know. And that's how you, you like you said, the people that you thought you weren't going to be cool with, you ended up being cool with because you got a chance to really understand who they are as a person and see how you guys click. But mm-hmm. I want to say thank you guys so much for coming on the show because you guys shared a great deal and it's been amazing. And we I, I already talked about who, I mean, I thought that Red or Green was going to win. We've already talked about all of this in predictions. The finale already aired. We're going to cover it next week. But for everybody at home, where can they find you guys? Um, my Twitter is kwildwildwest. The letter K, and then Wild Wild West. Instagram is just my name, Kalisha West. Kalisha West. K-A-L-I-E-S-H-A. Where can they find you, Matt? Mm. Matt underscore Rosado. I made it for him. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) However you put that. uh, Somewhere online you can find Matt. <laughs> she 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 manages all that stuff. So Matt's manager, Kalisha, said you can find him at Matt underscore Rosado. And so what, before we get into mine and James, just want to make sure you guys go into iTunes, go to rate and comment, tell a friend. It only takes a minute. Make sure you download Serial, Bu- Serial Buddies after Buzz's first scripted show. You can find me on Instagram at Donald Romaine. And you can find me on Instagram at James Wallington and on Instagram at Mr. Mr. James Wally and thank you so much you guys make sure like Donald said tune in next week we'll be doing a finale after show we're going to have the green team calling in and we might have a few special guests from the show coming in as well a little reunion of sorts I could say (laughs) so stay tuned From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.